Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today, Jeff, we got a little week, what, week 10? Is that what we're going into now? Week 10, waiver edition of the show. Probably not the greatest waivers. I've been saying this every week. They're kind of not very good, but I think this one's even worse, honestly. It's, there's not much out there. Plus, I think I might be distracted during this episode, Jeff. We're doing this Monday night. Monday night football's going on. I got a little matchup going on right now. I need Amir Abdul to stop scoring touchdowns and just let's not have him do anything. So if I get distracted and forget to answer Jeff, that's why I'm watching the game. This is going to be a little interesting here. So, Jeff, let's get right into waivers. Is there anybody you're interested in right off the top of the – like who's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? It's hard <laughs> to find a favorite. But is there one that you're like, okay, I kind of like this guy. I want, I'd like to pick him up this week. Uh, yeah, I really have two, and they're from the same team, really. Yep. So, number one, if you need a quarterback still, I still can't believe that he's owned in less than 50%. But McCown, we've been hyping him up the last few weeks. He keeps doing well. I feel like he's the guy, if you need a quarterback, pick him up. And then uh, him throwing to Robbie Anderson, who once again had a nice week. And this is, I mean, you can go back until week five where he let you down. After that, 7.6, 9.5, 16.5, 10.8. Last three games he has a touchdown. Um, I mean, he's been playing really, really well. He's, he's ranked 19. He'll probably even go a little higher on that after Monday Night Football. Um, I don't know. Uh, those are my two that I really, really like. Uh, what do you have? Yeah, I like Robbie Anderson a lot. And I'm surprised he even fits our list this week because our list if anybody hasn't listened before it's we go on ESPN and take players that are owned in 50% of leagues or less and Robbie Anderson still as of this moment is under it he won't be after the waivers go through this week obviously people are gonna pick him up but only in 45.6% of leagues and he's just been consistent for a while here it's been what at least four really good weeks not really good weeks but four good weeks in a row that are good enough to use in fantasy the first one wasn't as good, I guess, four for 76, but you're going to take it. And then he scored touchdowns the last three games. He's been good. McCown's been good throwing the ball to him. So I like Robbie Anderson, especially with the bye weeks, especially this week. A lot of bye players on bye again. He's been a good fill-in. And as a, like, if this is more of, I guess, if you're in wide, if you're in three wide receiver leagues, he's even better. In two wide receiver leagues, maybe you don't use him, but in three, I think he's a good pick. I do like Robbie Anderson a lot here. And then... Let me see here. Other players? Is there anybody else other than Robbie Anderson? Marquise Lee. I'm going to bring him up early on this one. We've talked about Marquise Lee before. And again, this isn't an exciting pick ever, but he, he might be out there in your league. He might not. This He's on that borderline all the time of if he's going to be available or not. It seems like in most leagues. But I kind of like Marquise Lee. I've always kind of liked him. He's In the ESPN, he's on 34.7% of leagues. And he's had three weeks in a row where he's been decent. He went five for 83, then four for 72, then eight for 75 and a touchdown. Not bad. If you need a wide receiver, that's a good fill-in. I don't know. you probably not excited about Mark Easley, but. <laughs> no, but once again, you're, I mean, you're right. He is a good fill-in, and there's not a whole lot out there. So he is definitely on the radar. Um, another guy I kind of want to see again. Uh, you know, I can never get excited about the guy, but Robert Woods. Yeah. He just had a big week, and He's been okay past, um, you know, the games before. He's kind of a little up and down. 
But at the same time, I feel like he gets a, like more looks than Watkins does. And right now, Goff is playing really well. So he might be an okay play. Um, once again, he, he does worry me. But, um, and then, uh, you know, wow, it, it shows how, how much I'm, I'm reaching on these ones. But I, I still kind of like Josh Doxson. He hasn't been hey, getting a lot of catches. He, he almost had a big touchdown. Got down to like the half yard line. That changes into a really good fantasy game. Yeah. So he's he, getting looks. Yep. And he had three receptions for 59 yards. Um, then he's going against Minnesota, but then it clears up a bit. So I, I think they're going to continue trying to get him the ball. And even only when he's getting one to three catches, he's been, you know, he's been producing a bit. So mm-hmm. he's, you know, uh, what is it, half the games he has a touchdown that he's played in. So, you know, that's saying something. I guess we'll just keep on the wide receiver theme. We usually start running backs, but I feel like there's more wide receivers here. And this is not none of these are great options, but they're all decent fill-ins. And oh, this one might have a potential to be great. But let's throw Corey Davis's name out there again. If you haven't picked him up and you have a bench spot, I say do it. For, he's only played one game back now, probably eased into it. Two catches, 28 yards. Don't look into much of that and be like, oh, he's not any good. Who know, who knows? That's just his first game back. So I'd still throw Corey Davis on your bench. I think he has some good potential. Okay, are you at all adding Josh Gordon? <laughs> I was actually waiting to ask you the same thing. I I am not for this year, but I, you know, if you're in a dynasty or a keeper league, and especially if you're out of it, you know, if, if you're really yeah. dwindling, throw someone else off your team, throw him on. If he turns into anything, you have him as, you know, a, a chip to play. Yep. But I, I don't think he's going to be useful to anyone else this year. But for anyone that you can keep, if you have a spot, throw him on there. Yeah, and I don't expect anything this year. He hasn't played since 2014. And when he played, he only played four games that year. And he was, wasn't was that – he wasn't what 2013 Josh Gordon is. So what, when we think of Josh Gordon and how good he was, this was 2013 when he had that big year. It's yeah. crazy. He's still only 26 years old, though. He's still really six three. What is he, 6'3", 230? Like the guy – fat like – He's ridiculous. Yeah, he's a freak. Like, yeah, he really is. If he really puts it together, he's going to be amazing. Yeah, but I don't see it right now. I yeah, guess I'm just skeptical. Who knows? Maybe they'll trade him. But right now he's still on Cleveland. And if they have him, Coleman should be coming back from a broken hand. Uh, you know, they have uh, – Kaiser has a year under his belt. They could turn into this air it out. I could see them turning into like the Jacksonville where they just yeah. try to make something happen, push it, force the ball. He could be very exciting next year, but, you know, completely speculation. Speaking of Jacksonville, D.D. Westbrook, maybe he's back next week. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to see him play. I'm just curious if he if he can be good. I, I want to see it. I just want to know if you're right now. <laughs> I, I do. I want, to, I want to know if I'm right, too. I really think the guy has the talent, so we'll see if he can, you know, what he can do. And I guess maybe you still throw out. Mike Williams, Mike that, Williams, John Ross, those guys, they're still there. Yeah. Just maybe, maybe. It, this is more if you have that bench spot where you maybe you're past bye weeks at this point. And the end of your, and you have a deep bench at the end of your bench is just players you're never going to use. Just take the maybe maybe when they hit. You just when players are that talented, they have a shot. So I, I just like getting those kind of players on my team and waiting and seeing what they can possibly do. Because there could be something. And then I guess if you need bye week fill-ins, <laughs> I hate to say the name, Terrence Williams. Maybe you throw Terrence Williams if you think last week was anything. I don't personally, but if you're in a league that we've talked about all these other guys and they're all taken and you really need somebody, you can. Terrence Williams has had productive weeks, what, every season for the last however many seasons. He always has something. We talk about him 
at least once, I feel like, in a year. His name gets brought up. And that's about it, though. So, that, I guess, if you're in hurting, there's always Alan Hearns, too. He's the other guy that gets brought up all the time. But no, nobody, there's nobody special this week. Oh, Deontay Thompson. We didn't talk about Deontay Thompson from Buffalo. And... I, I don't know if he's for real, if that's actually a thing. You know, we've seen, what, two out of three weeks good from him? Maybe. Do you think <laughs> – with Calvin Benjamin there, there's maybe – I don't – There's he's had, you know, two really good weeks. So, is – Yeah, I mean, he has. I, well, I, I, I if we see a third. I have a very hard time trusting Buffalo. Oh, I don't trust him, but <laughs> – You know, yeah, with, you know, Calvin Benjamin coming in there and that Tyrod really went off last week. I don't know. I, I'm I'm passing on that one, but um, who knows? I mean, two out of three weeks is definitely something to take a closer look at. But me personally, I'm just assuming that is kind of a flash in the pan. Kind of me too. It's wait and see. How about running backs? I think that's exhaust the wide receiver list for the week. I don't. There's not much else that I can see. That maybe if you're in a really deeper league, there's other guys that we're not talking about. But we'll go over to running backs. And, fi- and Darren McFadden finally went over the 50%, so we can't oh, talk about him. I would say don't pick him up anyway. It's, it's going to be <laughs> Alfred Morris. I've, I've kind of come around on Alfred Morris completely now. And so running back-wise, we could bring up the guys. No, I don't even want to bring – Orleans Darkwell, I don't care. His team's terrible. He's under 50%. He did okay, but his team's terrible. I could bring up Marlon Mack every week. He's still under 50%. I still like Marlon Mack. But it's, it's I think, at this point, obvious – they're never going to turn it over to him. And we talked about, I think, some of the issues. It's not just him running. It's pass protection that's part of his problems. So he's not going to quite get that. One guy, before we get to actual guys that are going to play this week, Danny Woodhead. This is the time to pick up Danny Woodhead, I think. And in our league, Jeff, somebody beat us to it last week, which is disappointing. I was waiting on this one for a while. Didn't bring him up yet. I was hoping we could sneak him in. But Danny Woodhead could be the pickup. You see how they've used Buck Allen. Danny Woodhead's better than Buck Allen. If they put Danny Woodhead into the Buck Allen role, how good could he be? He can go in, go in the rest of the season. He could be, he could have some really good weeks in the playoff run for you. So, I mean, would you be adding Danny Woodhead right now? I think I think that's a really that was, solid add. Yeah, yeah, I, I really like Danny Woodhead, and we were really high on him before he got hurt. So, you know, the only thing that you worry about is that he has a slow, you know, recovery time as far as like shaking off the rust and getting back into it if they take him in slowly because this is really the the playoff stretch, right? Yep. If you need to win now, it's a little worrisome. But if if you're planning for the playoffs, I love Danny Woodhead, and you're just hoping that he can stay healthy for you. So Kenyon Drake went above the 50% mark, I believe. Damian Williams isn't, though. What about Damian Williams? Uh, did you see enough, or do you think there's enough there that he could have enough value to actually be somebody worthwhile? Or I think he, I think he needs a, a further look. But I mean, I look, I, I picked him up for one of my teams because I desperately needed a running back. He did well for me, and I'm still not sold on the guy. Yeah. So I, I think I got the touchdown from him. I think I kind of got lucky. I don't really trust Miami's running game. So both of those guys, if if I can go different directions, I will. But I, if I was going to pick one, I mean, I don't know. If you were going to pick one of those two. I still think Drake just because of the early down roll. PPR, I might go Williams because there could be some value, but I want to see another. I need to see more from it. And I think at at best, if you're in a spot, like those players aren't going to make, if if you're desperate and you need players, I see it, but they're not going to be, I don't, there's neither one of them is going to be some kind of seizing, changing player that really, you know, helps you out at all. So I wouldn't even just, I, I think I'd avoid them, honestly, unless you really were desperate. 
and needed something, but I, I just wouldn't do it. And I'm, I'm actually watching the Monday Night Football game right now. Packers are trying to get a field goal off and the half. They hit it. Oh, beautiful. That kind of took my attention away. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, I, I still think either one of them is going to be good enough at this point. And then I'll just talk about another player here to drop. Wendell Smallwood. I just see him on my list right here. He's droppable at this point. 100%. If you have him in your team, just get rid of him. Because Ajayi is going to be probably the lead back there. Blunt's going to get some work. And definitely Corey Clement has taken over for maybe Smallwood. But Corey Clement, he's not an ad for me. I don't know if he is for you. We need to mention him because of the three touchdowns, whatever he had. Two, three, you know. I don't think he's an ad, though. I'm, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Yeah, he did. He did so well. In the last three weeks, if it wasn't for a Ajayi coming on, I would probably be pretty high on this guy. Uh, because the last three weeks, 7.5, 5.4, and then obviously he blew up 24.6. But So he was kind of building a little bit of momentum. But now with that, I, I think it's just going to, I think it's going to take his value away. And I think he, he needs those touchdowns without the, you know, without getting, I don't think he's going to get 12 touches anymore, you know, running the ball. Yep. Um, he, you know, he might, he, he really, he really didn't even get that many in the reception area. He had one for 15 yards and a touchdown. No, it's just... So I, I agree with you. I, he had one big week. I would, I'd let this one go as well. I, I think that one is uh, just a product of them not being able to give a Jai quite as many snaps because he wasn't in the yeah. offense yet. And there was a blowout. They just yeah. threw somebody out there. I'll bring him up every week again, but Deontay Foreman, I, he's not been lighting the world on fire, but the guy's getting carries. Except for last, I mean, week, what, week eight, randomly did nothing? Oh, he got suspended from the... Is that what? I, oh, yeah. Yeah, they said... That's right. And, which we didn't even know about going into it, which was weird. No. <laughs> and, but other than that, Every, it's like every other game then. 12 carries all year. 12, 8, 13, 14, 4, 12, 11. Like he's getting a lot of carries. Not very productive with him. But if he ever does, like I think you throw him on your bench. Because if something happened to Lamar Miller, is he gonna get he's gonna get 20 carries a game? And they need to do something now with that offense without Watson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They might lean a little more heavy on the run and you know, yeah. What I wish he was a little more productive, like you talked about. But the volume, the volume is, yeah. is kind of there. But as soon as we start talking about Deontay Foreman, I just, uh, you know, I go back to my preseason love. <laughs> so I the funny thing is, he's not getting the goal line work right now. No, and that's where I thought he was going to shine. Yeah. But you know, and every week I hear more about Devontae Booker is going to be getting more and more work for Denver, and it really hasn't happened. And Denver looks terrible, so. I think I'd avoid that kind of situation right now because I'm just avoiding that team and. I don't really have any other running backs. It's it's kind of it's I'm not I know we didn't bring up like Thomas Rawls, <laughs> Eddie Lacy, because I don't care about Seattle running backs. Um, well, I don't I don't care. What do you think about I, I just hate possibly him. Eddie Lacy? Right? I mean, he got hurt, so they pulled him out of the game. I but think I can't stay healthy. I mean, I agree, but you saw that they were actually going to give him a legit shot to be the primary back. Do you, I mean, because there is no, there are really no running backs. Very, very few out here. Does he spark your interest at all? Honestly, I just can't buy into it right now. I, I did a little bit last week. A little bit. I saw the beginning of the game, I'm like, maybe. And then he just goes down with an injury again. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is Eddie Lacy. I can't, I just, I can't go, I can't, I can't get excited about it. And so I, I'm just going to avoid it. And I can't recommend him basically to anybody. So that's about it. That's all I got for running backs. How about see if we got some quarterback streamers this week? I got one of them here. 
It's he's owned in just under fifty percent of leagues. Jared Goff, I think Jared Goff could have a big week. He's going against what the Texans. Texans defense has not been very good against the pass for the most part, and Brissett did okay against them even. I think Goff could have a big week, and that's that'd be my number one by far QB streamer this week is going to be number number two is going to be Josh McCown for me. It's Goff and Josh McCown. I think both of them could have good weeks. And I think for once, you actually have some good streaming options. Yeah, I, and obviously, I like both of those guys. My question is, Jimmy Garoppolo, do you have any interest? No, not yet. I have yeah, to see I something. I'd have to see something. Yeah, I know that is going to be the name that gets brought up. I'm, I'm not even sold on him. I don't understand why he was such a high-profile get or, you know, everyone was trying to get him early in the year. I really haven't seen him do anything. I mean, he's played basically a quarter and a half of NFL football. Or a quarter <laughs> game and a half of NFL football. That's it. Six quarters, I think. So he could be good. Yep. I mean, and uh, one last one I have to ask. What about Brissett? I last can't. two weeks have been pretty good. They, Pittsburgh's better. So they have, they have though. They've been pretty decent weeks. Pittsburgh has been a top, probably top four, top five passing defense against fantasy. So I can't buy a Brissette in that game. Um, I can see the appeal, the way he's been playing. If it was a different opponent, I would. But mm-hmm. I think with this week, if you have the options of Goff, if you have the options of McCown, I think you take those over him. Normally, you'd go like the quarterback going against San Francisco. That's who you'd want to pick. But And it's weird. It's Eli Manning. So normally, I could recommend <laughs> it, but I can't. Not with how – I mean, yes, this is probably the game where Eli goes off, right? This is that game. But I – so if you're desperate, if I'd still go Goff McCown, Eli might be like my third option. That's probably where I'd go if you have to go there. I don't like it at all. I wouldn't feel comfortable with it, but sometimes you have no options, so you got to do what you got to do. All right, I think that's it, Jeff. I this is probably mm, the worst wafer week of the season. I would say. I mean, there's no sure things here. There's nobody I'm really terribly excited about. Maybe Robbie Anderson's my favorite player, yeah, and that's it, the thing. I, that's the sad part. I think it probably is the worst, but if you had to ask me, I think Robbie Anderson, a wide receiver, and I think you can safely say that. And I yep. think McCown is a very safe pick, and then I think Goff is kind of a high if you really True. need a, a higher-risk-reward uh, type player. Yep. I think he's one, too. So, you know, and there is no one. I know we skipped over tight end. There's really no one tight end besides for maybe Austin Hooper that's below 50%. But yeah, tight end is kind believe of a, me, I've looked at that heavily because I have to pick up a tight end to replace <laughs> Travis Kelsey next week, and I don't know what to do. I, I, I'm having a hard time with this one because, I, I mean, what do you do? Do you go Austin Hooper? No, I mean, yeah, no, I'm just don't like any any of those options. No, I can't recommend it. I don't even know what I'm gonna do. So, we'll see. But I think that's gonna do it for waivers. We'll be back tomorrow with rankings. We'll do quarterbacks, running backs. Talk to you guys then. 